first year, I think uh, we, we broke even after one year and a half. 2018, I was, I was, I was profitable and, uh, and I've been profitable since then. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. You want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Andrea Volpini. He's the CEO of WordLift, a visionary web entrepreneur focusing on semantic web, artificial intelligence, and SEO. The platform is a semantic platform for online content developed by working at the intersection between semantic technologies, natural language processing, and search engine optimization. Andrea, you ready to take us to the top? Totally. All right. So what is this sitting? I mean, is this sitting on top of like GPT-3 or, or what's the underlying technology? So we built our technology uh, from the ground up uh, during research projects back in the past. And uh, we technically analyze the content and build knowledge graph. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we do in simple terms. We okay. also use GPT-3 now for content generation, but that's not the core of it. Okay. So, so explain to me, can you tell me the story of a real customer using you and how they're using you? Yeah, so um, we get your site and then we analyze the content on your web pages and we build a knowledge graph, much like Google would do. And then we help Google understand your content on your website by using this knowledge graph. So it's, a, it's an intermediate layer of metadata that allows search engine to understand the content better. So if I plug in gitlatka.com to wordlift.io, you'll scan the site, basically give me a knowledge graph report and say, Nathan, this is how Google is probably seeing Gitlatka. Here are four things you could do to improve. Right. But even more than that, I mean, we will help Google understand all the different uh, entities that you have inside Gitlatka. Um, we're working, for instance, uh, with uh, ZoomInfo and uh, other, you know, database-oriented companies that uh, use Wordlift to present their data at best to search engines. Interesting. When did you start working with ZoomInfo? So um, a few months ago, I think okay. we were just uh, wrapping up the, the case and uh, numbers are good. How's it going? Are you enjoying working with them? Henry's been on the show many times. That's why I, <laughs> I, I that's, that's why I'm pointing this out. Yeah, yeah. They're, they have an amazing team. They have an amazing team. Um, yeah. So, we know so if yeah. you're doing a really good job, he'll just try and buy you. So, so are you in acquisition talks with Henry? Uh, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Not yet. I mean, <laughs> I haven't got a proposal, but I can, I can do the SEO and get Latka. Yes. Where, oh, there we go. We love that. So, so <laughs> what, what would I pay you? What's the average customer going to pay you? 
Right. So um, the 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 package that uh, you would probably fill in it would start at uh, maybe a thousand or two thousand uh, you know dollars per month, something like that. Okay. Uh, and then and then it would go up depending on the amount of data and and the revenues that we can help you generate. And when did you launch the company? So we started in uh, 2017 uh, with the commercial operation, but as I said, uh, we've been working on research for many years before that. Mm-hmm. Okay, when did the research first start? Um, 2013, uh, 2014, I started a company called Redlink uh, uh, in Austria, where uh, uh, we do like uh, part of the back end of the infrastructure of Wordlift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 2017, I was commercially ready to to enter into SEO. Got it. Do you remember that first year? How did you get your first 10 customers? Um, so I've been in the business for many years. So it wasn't it wasn't hard for me to get the first. I think what it's what it was hard is is like kind of making the first subscription and getting you know the first uh, what was it like. Uh, 2000 euro a monthly recurring that's that's kind of you know it was like my okay so we got it <laughs> because of course um i i always been doing uh, consultancy and working on on different areas so at, at a certain point you have to decide now SaaS is the thing and and you're going to put your effort there though it, it gets very easy to maybe get uh, you know a gig for a lot more money but then you have to kind of focus on 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 building the machine that makes the money and creates the value for the end user and that's that's the game I was, uh, you know, I started in 2017 with uh, with, your, with your agency, Andrea. This is a big thing. The most successful SaaS companies start as agencies. How large? What what year did your agency do the most revenue, and how much revenue did it do? Um, so my 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 biggest experience in that field, I got to 5.4 million uh, euro. Uh, but uh, there was a different agency. Then I sold that, and then uh, I started uh, basically preparing for Worldlift which was uh, back in 2012. When did you sell that first agency? Uh, when? When, the year? Yeah, it was, uh, it was 2011. 2011, interesting. So, th- okay. so you learn, I mean, I love this, right? You learn what your customers need, you go into SaaS, but it's harder to get started in SaaS versus agency because you have to build recurring revenue. In 2017, how much did you grow your MRR to? Sorry? How much did you grow your MRR to in 2017, your first year? Uh, first year, I think uh, we, we broke even uh, after one year and a half. Broke even means that we were paying our salaries and, and the team at that point was maybe three people. Okay. So, um, and yeah. how long was it to take you to break even? Uh, one year and a half. One, one and a half. Okay, so in 2018, you had three people. Yeah, 2018, I was, I, was, I was profitable and, uh, and I've been profitable since then. That's great. Okay, so and, and do you remember what revenue was in 2018? Uh, 2018, we were making what uh, maybe maybe less than 200,000 uh, euro per year. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So that's less than call it like a fifteen thousand dollar a month run rate, up from two grand a month in 2017. Your your first uh, your first year in business, but good growth. Two grand to fifteen grand a month is nice growth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a three X uh, in the beginning. Uh, I think now we are uh, getting into between thirty and forty. That's a more sustainable growth rate. Uh, we 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 can expand a lot. There is a lot of need of you know improving SEO with automation. Mm-hmm. So what the, can I ask? What MRR is today? 
Uh, we are around uh, 80, 80, 90K per month. That's well, hey, free. congratulate. That means you just broke the million dollar run rate. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we did, we've done that uh, last year. So 2020, we broke a million dollar. We were actually 906,000 in euro. So we we're <laughs> below a million in euro, but uh, yeah, we broke the $1 million. Yes. Well, well King, I love that. Congratulations, especially, I believe, because you're bootstrapped, correct? Yeah, totally. Love that. Okay, so last month, if you did call it eighty five thousand dollars in revenue, how much went to the bottom line? Are you profitable? Yeah, we are profitable, um, and um, yeah, of course, we are now investing on growth, but uh, we are keeping an LT balance. Uh, so pretty much, uh, we always keep like uh, 30 40 percent of that to the bottom um, line. Wow! So you took about twenty thousand dollars, and your bank went up by twenty grand last month, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's incredible. Now, how do you talk to me about your team? How many people are on it? So we have uh, now uh, 15 people, uh, one five, and uh, six are tech. Uh, and uh, I kind of include myself into the tech, but uh, maybe I shouldn't. So yeah, between five and six. Uh, okay. So uh, and then and then we have uh, like three three sales and and two marketing or three point five sales and two marketing. But it's gonna grow. I mean, we're gonna just expand now the 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 marketing and the sales team because currently. We acquire clients with uh, inbound, which means that if I take the marketing cost and I kind of put the into into the you know the numbers, we spend uh, 160, 180 euro per acquisition of a client. And what's the um, client going to pay per month on average? So, so the 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 lifetime value is between uh, 1,200 and 1,400 euro. Um, so the ratio there it's very good. And then I realized that maybe we should start selling. But so I, how I, quickly? What's the payback period on the 200 euro or the 150 euros? Sorry, the payback period on the 150 euros. Um, so usually the the lifetime value is is 29 months. For, for a client, um, but then we have these different cohorts because we have the you know the self-serving that gets the store uh, and, and buys maybe the starter for a, for a few bucks per month, but then you know the the money are are driven uh, by the the VIP and the enterprise, so the larger clients. So we do have these uh, you know eighty twenty split between enterprise and uh, and self-serving. And how many customers today? Um, so we have uh, served uh, 2,070 clients uh, last year, uh, and and we have uh, roughly 700 active subscription. Because 700 you know, active, like last month. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, a client would would probably buy more than one. In our case, uh, retention is very good after, of course, a period of time. I mean, we we lose a lot in the first month, and then uh, and then of course, you know, it goes kind of flat down. I think we. We have an annual churn of uh, between five and uh, and six percent monthly. Annual, annual, and that's revenue or logo churn. That's that's the the revenue. Wow, six percent revenue churn. That's super low. Do you have expansion revenue that makes up for the six percent loss? Uh, yeah, we do. Now we're we're trying to 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 understand. You know, between scaling up because we have these very large clients that kind of demand attention, and we can scale up in terms of covering more websites or more data sets. And then, you know, on the other side, we want to balance and, and get uh, new clients on board. So that's yeah. kind of a tricky balance. I also love to make the product more than I love to make the business run, uh, but I'm trying to fix that. Andre, I promise made, I will. You've made some bets on the pricing page in terms of what 
triggers will allow you to drive upsell revenue. You upsell currently based off domains by web editors and by schema types. Those are the quantifiable things that people you currently show. Which one of these is most powerful for driving expansion revenue? I think the, 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 the entity types are very powerful because depending on the type of content that you're serving, I can optimize for that type of content. But if you are a large organization, then my scale would be on the number of URLs. If you have like, you know, one of our clients, it's Oakley. And then, you know, the more URLs that we have to serve, the, the higher, of course, the, the retainer will go. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Love the site. This makes a lot of sense to me. Um, is talking about quota, do your salespeople have a quota? Uh, we do have uh, two sales uh, that, that have a quota, uh, and uh, one is focused on the enterprise. Maybe you know them. Gennaro Quofano for WIC MBA is a big fan of your work, and, uh, and it's, 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 it's been uh, you know, creating the, the, the commercial team from scratch, basically. So he has what a was, vision on what it. Was his, what was his name? Uh, Gennaro Quofano uh, for WIC MBA. He has, a, he has a, a, a website and a podcast. Um, How did you convince him to join the team? He, he was coming back from the U.S. And, uh, and he was very strong at growth hacking, but he didn't understand the web much. And I taught him about uh, the web and, uh, and about SEO. And so we have a strong uh, partnership there. <laughs> and, did, you, uh, did you have to give him equity? Uh, I tried, but uh, I didn't succeed because he wants money like you. He thinks that, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he wants money and no promises. Uh, I think now equity are becoming money. So maybe, maybe I'll try it again. What do you mean by that? Equity is becoming money. I think the company is getting more value as we grow. Uh, we get more interest uh, uh, from, from people around the industry. We have a few Fortune 500 companies that are using WorldLifter Ready. So I think there is a, there is a potential that uh, we can grow this big. Mm-hmm. Do you own 100%? Uh, sorry? Do you own 100% of the business? Uh, well, most of it. I mean, we, we have uh, like uh, the, the cap table now is going to be uh, kind of revised and simplified. But uh, yes, uh, me and my partner, David Ricitelli, own the most of the company. Yes, And, and most is more than 95%? Uh, no, it's less. I mean, uh, we, we are in the range of uh, um, 80%. Okay. Where's the rest of the equity go to employees and stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's internal. Yep. That's great. Now, do you allow your employees, since you're bootstrapped and profitable, participate in the profits at all? Do you give out dividends to them or anything? Uh, we haven't done that yet, uh, but I'm thinking about uh, creating you know, like incentivation plans. We do have like a 5% kickback if you bring me a client, stuff like that. Very basic, but we should do more. I think that uh, there is a lot of potential in, in building a team together. We have yeah. kind of a distributed team, so I'm, I'm kind of struggling to you know, bring everyone together and, and find the good way to, to, to motivate people and, and grow because that's essential. How many? So, how many of the fifteen are, are remote employees? Uh, I would say that we are fifty-fifty split. Got yeah. it. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I just found this tool called Remote.com, and they make it so easy to manage these remote employees. Like, I don't want to deal with freaking paperwork in Indonesia or China or Australia. But you click a button, remote enables you to handle it. Do you use any tools like that to manage your remote teams? Um, so we, we, we do have a lot of tools for, uh, kind of feeling that we are all in the same space, you know, Slack, Trello, probably the one that we use the most, uh, we use every hour for tracking times and tasks, which allow us to optimize, you know, the, the, the work of everyone. 
so every hour probably is the one that we would use the most. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's more about the spirit of the company. Kind of, you know, for us, we used to do like uh, two gatherings per year where everyone gets in Rome or somewhere else and we get together. I think these are essential. We kind of miss that because of the pandemic. But uh, yeah, we have to get back there. And, and definitely, definitely an incentivation plan is needed. Guys, remote.com asked if they could sponsor the show. And if you listen or you come on like Andrea, you know, I'm a tough cookie when it comes to negotiation. So if a sponsor doesn't give me some special deal, they never get mentioned. If they give me a special deal, I brag about them to everyone. So I'm going to brag very quickly. If you guys want to onboard your first remote employee at like a 50% discount, remote.com has given that to us. You can check it out at nathanlack.com forward slash remote. If you're trying to build a great bootstrap team like Andrea, totally bootstrap, past million revenue and profitable check out remote.com. Andrea, what would you value the company at today? Sorry? What would you value your company at today? Uh, up around five. Walk me through that. Why five? Five million euro. Yeah. Why is that? Why five? I mean, uh, we have a, a, a kind of an aggressive business plan for the next uh, three years. Um, I think we, we, we have all the elements to, 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 to grow at the moment. Um, we just have to do more marketing, more sales, and, uh, and get the product a lot more simpler for a large user base. Would you consider raising capital or you really want to stay bootstrapped? I think, I think we, we are evaluating also the option of raising capital. I think it's a good time. I'm not scared about it. I think we have good financial money in the bank, so I don't need that. I can use it in order to bring the company to the next phase. How much do you, you rate about it? How, well, look, it's a different mentality, right? The bootstrap mentality is just different. The second you take your first dollar of VC, you have a board you have to manage, you have reporting you have to do monthly. You know, it's just a different world. But if you did raise, how much would you try and target? How much would you raise? Uh, if I would raise... Yeah, how much do you think you would try and raise? I think I think I would I would try to keep you know an healthy balance. So probably I would give you know less than twenty percent of the equities, and uh, yeah, that that would be that would be a good uh, a good match for me. But if you find me someone that wants to buy at seven million, then I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, do you need all the cash today? Like, could you take a quarter million today, and then a quarter million in five months, and a quarter million five months after that, or do you want the full like? whatever, a million or two million investment today? Well, we don't, we don't need it today because as I say, we're cash positive. And in any yeah. case, in order to spend, you need to find the right resources. You need to you know, build the team. I don't need the, you know, the cash immediately. I need someone that kind of helps me drive the company to the next phase because there is a lot to do. Yeah. yeah well, look, we, we've just raised a very large fund at FounderPath specifically for this, but we don't take equity. What we do is we just turn your MR to upfront cash. And so if you're at 90 grand a month in revenue, I mean, we could probably get you 400, 500 brands today and you keep your equity, you grow, and then you go raise at even higher valuation in the future. Right. That, that's pretty fascinating. I, I, I look at that. Um, there is also this uh, secure token offering that I was uh, looking at because that's another way. Problem is that, you know, what I'm expecting from kind of bringing some investor in is also the guidance to kind of make the next steps. It's not yeah. just about the liquidity. Because I mean, liquidity now it's very cheap to get because yeah, because of the existing economical situation, it's it's not hard to find cash. Well, I would be very excited to download everything I've learned from interviewing three thousand SaaS founders to you. Try and help you grow. Get in with your four week MBA guy. Help him scale the enterprise side of things. That could be, I think, way more than cash for you. But we'll take it offline. We'll chat more about it. I want to learn more. I want to learn more about this product because this is interesting. We're spending a lot of money and time on SEO right now, so right. this is interesting. Um, I want to put Get Lacka through WordLift and see what you guys spit out. I hope you see a bunch of opportunities. 
Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, one thing that, that Worldlift does in the SEO sector, which I'm sure you're familiar with, is that SEO has been primarily driven by analysis. So understanding, you know, what you need to do. Now, what we try to do is, is what I call the agentive SEO. So we want to do it for you without you having to understand it. Yeah. So that's kind of what we try to do. All right. On that note, Andrea, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, the Diamond Cutter. It kind of, I don't know if you read it, but it's a good mix between uh, Buddhism and business development. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Oh man, I follow a lot of CEOs, but uh, Jack Dorsey probably one. But I also like Yoast a lot. I mean, it's uh, we we yeah, I, I I admire the way in which he created a space in WordPress. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? I use a lot personally. I use a lot uh, Zapier, but I think company wise, we are in love with Trello. Yep. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I think I average this week is seven point forty three minutes. That's great. You you must track that. I use Whoop. What do you use? Uh, uh, Garmin. Very good. And what's your situation under a married single kids? Uh, I'm married uh, with two kids. Uh, super happy uh, father. So yeah. I love that. How old are you? I'm 43, and uh, uh, the the oldest daughter is is six, and and the other one is four. Love that. Wow. What a special time for you. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, focus more on things that, that can, you know, bring you significant growth rather than kind of messing up with things that you love, <laughs> which will, you know, you will spend a lot of years before getting to, but at the same time, I really have no regrets. So I don't know what to say to my 20. <laughs> and Hey, I meant to ask you what's growth. If you're doing call it 80 to $90,000 a month today, what were you doing exactly a year ago? Uh, a year ago, we were probably within the 50, 60, something like that. I mean, we, yeah, that's, that's pretty much. Yeah. Guys, there you have it. Wordlift.io doing SEO work for you. So you don't have to understand it. It's one click. They get it done growing very fast. Two grand a month in MRR back in 2017. They've now scaled to over a million dollar run rate. They did more than $85,000 in revenue last month and they profit a big chunk of that. 20 grand goes to the bottom line. They've done this with 705 customers, a team size of 15. They're bootstrapped right now. They would potentially raise, sell less than 20% of the business at maybe around a five or $6 million valuation. We'll see what Andrea decides. Andrea, thanks for taking us to the top. Awesome.